Wee wee. Wee wee, mon frère. Wee wee, mon frère, mon ami. Jambo and all the other um greetings. Harigato. Arigato, Mr. Roboto. That's all I got. That's all I got. Domo domo. <laughs> well, hello. Hola, greetings and salutations. Are you gonna do the welcome? Oh yeah. Hi y'all. <laughs> welcome back to On the Rocks. Y'all, my brain is fried. I'ma just go ahead and tell y'all the truth. My brain is fucking fried. But welcome back to an episode of On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. My name is Ash. My name is Kiki. Hey, my name is Kiki. Hey, hey. I show you. Hey, hey. 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 <laughs> I wonder, do the children still make up stomp clap cheers? Probably at the HBCUs. Okay. They don't do it in elementary school anymore. I remember we used to have Reebok. We used to have popcorn on That train. may be too um, exclusive for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Black girl magic for the 90s. For yeah. the 90s. <laughs> Your girl could never. What's happening? What's going on? Ah, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while, you guys. Yeah, everybody get comfy, get comfortable. Yeah. We're going to talk. We, we got to we gotta share with the family. We got to tell y'all what's been a goings on. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, let's just start. How are you doing today? Uh, Today is a bad How's day. How's your day been? <laughs> today was a rough day. Today was just an irritable day for me. I, I don't know if. I think I've forgotten how many people move to Charleston on a daily basis. Yeah. So simple tasks are taking an hour to complete because, you know, traffic mm. and um, Mercury's microbraids. Mercury's and- in Gatorade again. Mercury's in yellow Gatorade again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just been very. have a shadow period to get through. A shadow period, is- but I'm a fire sign, so I should be okay during the shadow period. I'm not as Air signs, I think you guys are the ones that need to watch out during the shadow period. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to work on my irritability. I feel like a grumpy old lady. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's how I'm doing today. How are you today? Today was rough. Um, t- yesterday was rough. Uh, I feel like we haven't recorded since life has been altered, I don't think. Correct. Okay, so I feel like most of our listeners know, but for those who don't, who haven't met, um, or who those who don't, unfortunately, I ended up having a miscarriage right at four months. Um, so life has been a lot. Basically, August thirty first, my I went into preterm labor. September first or September second, my water broke. And on September 4th, I gave birth to Avery Marie Taylor Lampkin on September 4th, B-Day, 9, 4, 2, 1, B-Day. So B-day. I, I just want to go on record and say my firstborn is a child of being, that's basically Destiny's child. Okay, it's fine. Um, I'm actually shocked that I'm saying this like and not in a panic, but you know, it's been difficult to process. But, you know, things happen. I have had conversations 
with my medical providers. And, you know, it's been helpful to know that I, while I did do everything right and while I had all the full support I needed during my time, it just did not end the way we thought it would. But, you know, we lived to fight another day and we got some good news out of it. So, you know, thank God for Jesus. So I've been out of work for the past month. And so I just went back last week. But this week has been extremely busy. Um, So it's like work was overwhelming. But then also being home, I kind of established a healthy slash wellness routine, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. Um, Because basically, for those who don't know, I have PCOS. I just got diagnosed last year. I've been trying to get diagnosed for like nine, ten years. But I just got diagnosed with it in 2020. And because of that, um, I have been on kind of a quest. And because of the complications I experienced during childbirth, long story short, it, it, it was almost curtains for your girl after childbirth. But because of that, I kind of have like this renewed sense of wanting to live life fully, wholly, and I want to have a healthy life. So I've been trying to make lifestyle changes to help accommodate my PCO. And so that means, you know, making the effort to be more intentional and getting up to walk around because I have a sedentary job, being more intentional about trying to keep my stress triggers low and being intentional with the food I eat. Today, lunch was, and I literally bit into my lunch, and I started crying because it was so fucking nasty. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough day. Um, I'm very excited to talk to my psychiatrist tomorrow because I feel like if I say this out loud to her, she's going to be like, I completely understand what you're saying. So, I'm excited to, you know, all of my basket casiness with her. But, yeah, today was just a really rough day, so, like, I'm very, like, I'm operating at 10% right now instead of my normal 95% self. So y'all bear with me. Um, I, I solicit your prayer. When you say your prayers, call my name. Call my name. Call my name. Okay. Say my name. Say my name. Ooh, ooh, said thank you guys for the kind words um and the overwhelming support you've shown to ash and even to me yeah y'all kiki named avery by the way y'all. i just want y'all to know kiki named my firstborn so uh this was an experience for both of us because it was. Kiki, Kiki was basically Auntie Kiki. So, like, she she was Avery's, um, what did we name you? Library curator or reading literary specialist? What was Yes, title? her book curator. Yeah. <laughs> Auntie Kiki was Avery's book curator. So, while, and that's another thing. While this loss was, of course, it was, why not? Our parents took it very hard. Um, our, like, our immediate family took it hard. And the people who we had designated as godparents and like a, like the close aunties and uncles, it was a very, it was very difficult to share that news with y'all. And it's like, we are seeing how y'all had to have your time with it. That in a way was not good, but it helped with our grief because we truly felt like we were not alone in it. So I especially want to thank you, Kiki, for 
sharing sharing your time with me but also how much how fiercely you loved Avery even even the thought and the idea of her you fiercely loved her and that's a big deal so I thank you for that you are very very welcome and it was absolutely no problem it will continue to not be a problem regardless of the future holds yes Yes, because your love is my love. Oh no! Oh my no! Oh love no! Oh no! Is your oh, love. no. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Do not cry this episode. Please don't make me start. Because I heard that song and I was like, ah! <laughs> like I said, good things are. I had a phenomenal, with the exception of some shit that happened, but that's another story for another day. I had a phenomenal medical care team through this process. And my new OB is ride or die. I love her down. And she kind of shared with me, like, you know, I know you've had reports in the past about your fertility, but I'm here to tell you, your fertility is popping. So we're going to get us another baby out of this deal whenever you're ready. So to A, have a doctor's support, but also have a doctor's enthusiasm because doctors tend to treat heavier people with kind of like, a a very blah type of attitude. Mm-hmm. That's a that's the horse of a different color. So it's just there there where there was lost, we have found the I think the scripture is God gives us beauty for ashes. We have gotten some beauty out of our ashes. So I am grateful. I know I speak for Jamar. Jamar is grateful as well. So like I said, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you, Kiki. Yeah. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. Do you have any shout outs? Um, I'm going to piggyback off of you. Just shout out to my friend. Um, the Two weeks ago, I was diagnosed with that. You know. And, um, <laughs> I don't even want to say it out loud because I feel like I could catch it again. It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> it is like Beetlejuice. And um, it came as a surprise and shock to me because I am fully vaccinated i wear my mask diligently but that just goes to show you guys that you know scientists know what they're talking about yeah but um i'm not gonna go off a tangent about that but i just want to say thank you to my go off on the tangent it's what we do best (laughs) i may save it later for the podcast but just thank you to you ashley thank you to my friends heather julie destiny ben harris the family that I did let know um I I told somebody like nothing makes you feel or realize how single you are until you get sick but um luckily I had my mom to come and take care of me um but don't take your health for granted y'all like even vaccinated I'm very very thankful that my symptoms were mild because it was touch and go but um thank you guys for sending me love and prayers and worrying about me and caring about me because I rarely ever get sick. So, um, you know, God does force you to sit down, shut oh, yeah. the hell up, oh, yeah. get the rest that we deprive our bodies, give our bodies the nourishment that we deprive it because we're always on a grind or we're always on a move. So just thank you to my friends. Oh, yes. Always and those who didn't know and who didn't reach out, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just Let kidding. Let the chopper spray. <laughs> I had. I just had to break up the sappiness. 
Um, well, damn. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Fuck all y'all. And fuck all you nasty motherfuckers who don't wash your fucking hands, who don't want to wear your goddamn mask. Fuck y'all who don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, I said it. I said it. But you continue to endanger the health of those around you. You don't give a fuck about anyone but yourselves. Fuck all y'all. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Tell an anti-vaccinator I said, ah, you and the bitches that you came with. And thank okay. you for the friends that consistently check in and pour into each other. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So that. We but yeah, that's it. that's it for shout outs. Awesome. As per usual, um, our <laughs> I feel like at this point, Shell might as well come on the podcast and be a guest co-host for episode because I feel like we always talking about Shell. Um, Shell Kesia and the Choose True Project, they are doing their newest campaign, which is honoring the little black girl and all of us. It is homecoming season at USC. I will not be there. Um, but yeah, instead, if you would like, if you're interested in <laughs> doing this campaign, um, you can go to Choose True Project on IG, click the link in bio. You can share a picture of your younger self and then share a picture of you currently and share what's something that you admired about your younger self and what would you tell your younger self about that trait that what you feel would help serve them later on in life. Strangely enough, I was actually featured today on their blog on oh. um, IG. So I'm actually the child of the day. And yes, I am as cute as I always was. My cheeks are phenomenal. But yeah, love you, Shell, as always. But um, let's get into some mess. I feel like we're gonna fly through this because y'all know when I when I do topics, I do not be playing the <sighs> niggas. Let's go. Period. Parrot poo. So a lot of stuff's going on with Wendy Williams. I want to say back in like mid-September, they had announced that the plan was for the Wendy show to come back for its 13th season on October 4th. And then a few days later, it was revealed that Wendy had been hospitalized due to, I feel like she got, she went in the hospital first for something that happened with her Graves disease, but then it escalated when it was revealed that she had been diagnosed with COVID-19. Um, and then they pushed the premiere date back another two weeks. Then some more stuff came out, out about her health. And as of today, the show now has a premiere date, but it's only going to be operating on a guest host format. Any thoughts, concerns, commentary about what's happening with the Wendy Williams show? I think Wendy can retire right now. Yes. And they can still either rebrand it or still call it the Wendy show because it's becoming too frequent now with her health issues. Yeah. Um, Graves disease aside, something in the milk ain't clean. Mm. Um, but um, I feel like Wendy, you, I think some, I think Sean Garrett, the skin doll, not the actual songwriter. <laughs> he was like, oh, or maybe it was Call Me Dollar. They were like, uh, Wendy, you can like retire. Like you've made your mark. Like you're good to go. And that's right. how I feel. Like I'd rather see you go out kind of on top as opposed to it being a breaking news TMZ story. Right. Like it has been for the past couple of weeks. So mm -hmm. Wendy, and then Wendy, no, no, Tino Shea, but when you were hosting, you didn't know what the hell you were talking about anyway. 
So I think they should kind of capitalize on the guest host and actually put people in the chair who could actually do this full time. I agree. Drea, you are not one of those people. Oh, girl. You have the personality of a wet cardboard box. Dressed in Fashion Nova. Like, bitch. Dressed oh, I'm in sorry. Fashion Nova. Dressed in fine ass girls in which why the yeah anywho so i don't i don't i definitely don't want to see you but i would love to see like nina parker take that role i would love it. nina parker on there that would be phenomenal as much as she's being used by e i still feel like she's underutilized yeah so i feel like and she has experience with celebrities yes in, in all areas of black culture so i want nina parker she's very well read like it's very she clear is. that she she's very well versed in um the white people drama, the alabaster aggressors, you know, she <laughs> knows what's happening with them, which tangent. Why didn't anyone tell me that um okay, hold on, I need to figure out her name cuz I want to make sure I get this bitch name right because this is a scandalo. Yes. Okay. So when were y'all going to inform me that Olivia Wilde left Jason Sudeikis for fucking Harry Styles? Like, yeah, girl. when were y'all going to tell me that? And it did it in the most scandalous and unprofessional way to the point where, so basically, long story short, there is a page on TikTok that I guess, like, breaks anonymous celebrity stories. So they had the story where this girl was like, I was a PA for this movie um there's like this the female or this woman director she you know had just done like a pretty decent project which was book smart and there was a former boy band member who was cast in it but then you also have this blonde lead blonde lead is florence Pugh. i don't know what movie this was supposed to be but whatever it's coming out in like two months Ooh, interesting something officer or something like that but yeah so basically after a certain point Olivia Milde and Harry Styles begin this torrid illicit affair in the middle of filming to the point where she won't even let Jason Sudeikis come on set anymore because she's too busy putting her gums on Harry Styles dick so um basically that happens but also in her quest to pay more attention to Harry's urology she's letting the film go so Florence steps up and directs the film and yeah I just thought when I saw that I was like what the entire fuck like what the fuck I was like what is these white people doing but yeah back to Wendy Williams I feel like I agree with everything you said I feel like for the most part it's time for Wendy to take a complete step back and honor her health and her well-being first because technically Wendy Williams TV show is very much daytime fodder and at this point it's all very um shock value it's all very you know clickbaity so I think you know why not go out while there's still some interest I think on the business side I'm pretty sure that because I heard the biggest issue that the production company was having that a lot of the advertisers were pissed because their product placement wasn't happening let this last season go with the <laughs> guest um host if later on in the season we can get Whitney back to a decent health where she can come back and close things out close it out so that way everybody gets their money and you know we all go out about go about our business because this is too much this this back and forth rigmarole is not necessary 
the rigmarole. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. Um, speaking of other celebrities that had COVID, um, Kelly Sherrell Price, I want you to understand something. Whatever foolishness you in with these two men and whatever foolishness that has you not speaking to your siblings and to your fucking children, that's fine. As a public figure, you owe it to your fans to do things in a tactful manner. Um, TMZ should not be spilling your tea everywhere. Multiple sources should not be spilling your tea. It should be a concise rollout. Kelly Price, I cannot believe you pulled this shit. And like I said, it, the whole weird thing is there's a boyfriend and there's a husband. So all of this seems like this all started because you wouldn't call your side nigga back. Ma'am, you're too old for he that. He was a friend of mine. Hi! Look what you did to me. (laughs) As we lay. Literally, you are living as we lay in real life, bro. Ma'am. Ma'am. I don't have too much to say on the situation because, A, I'm glad she, you know, is on the mend. I feel like the way this whole thing happened, it very much gives, how, how do I, I'm trying to figure out what's like a, a politically correct way to say this, but I don't think there's a politically correct way to say it. I feel like the whole scandal of it all and all the secrecy, or the secrecy was because she wasn't vaccinated. And from what I've heard, she had um not anti-vax standpoint but it was very much like you know god is my healer so why do i need some medicine apparently that was the stance she had taken i'm not really sure but um but um yeah either way ma'am says she couldn't get no peace in the hospital because everybody been calling her my only question is you know you don't have a you don't have a relationship with your sister who also tried to release a mixtape around the time that you were reported missing. That is the horse of a different color. I'm not here to talk about that. Um, The fact that your children could not get a hold of you, that's a little concerning. Um, And then to come out and say you feel like your children were manipulated in the absence of you not speaking to them. Why, why were, Why was that able to happen? in the first place but let's let's use our critical thinking skills so yeah um any thoughts on kelly price and her foolishness um so when i found out about it it was a day late i gotten <laughs> i gotten home and i saw y'all saying that kelly price was missing and um when i heard she had covid i i immediately thought oh her family's trying to see if she's dying or not and she just wants to be left alone and that is what actually happened. Um, the sister and her shenanigans. Shenanigans. I just feel as fans, we think we're entitled to know people's business, and we're really not. Kelly Price didn't really owe us anything because every time the lawyer would put out a statement or someone would put out a statement, Black Twitter was like, that's fake news. It's fake news. And uh, Call Me Dollar, you know, you hyped that situation up as well. Very much so. So, um, because I was 
panicked. <laughs> I was I panicked. wasn't panicked. I was just like, first of all, now y'all pretending that y'all like Kelly Price again because after R&B Divas, y'all kind of written her off. So I was kind of I was kind of concerned as to why, but I was like, oh my god, Kelly Price National Treasure. I was like, okay. I forgot about Kelly Price or RVD. Yeah, he pulled out Timberland boots, Vaseline, and a straight edge razor. Did she pull it out on Shantae Moore or was it Dawn from I think it was um, Selena Bo- Johnson? No, 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 no. But anyway, back to Kelly Price. But yeah, um, yeah, sorry. Tanja, it's not that I didn't care. It was just like, y'all, hysteria happens within the first 24 hours of anything happening on social media. And um, she didn't owe us anything. It's her business if she's not vaccinated or whatever. Her medical business, the same medical business that y'all screaming about now. HIPAA! But um, <laughs> it's not that I didn't care. It's just like, it wasn't that deep to me. Now, the fallout was hilarious with the brat going against um, <sighs> Nisi Gilbert. Gilbert. That like, was hilarious Lord to me. Mercy. I had my popcorn with her and Big Booty Judy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what's the next topic? I can't stay on Kelly Price too long because y'all will dislike her in five more minutes. Y'all already are back to disliking her. It didn't even take five minutes, especially when y'all saw her traveling again. So it was like... I'm just trying to figure out somebody... Who's the husband and who's the side nigga? Cause I like, thought they were one person. That is, I'm just very confused. And also, I recognize another reason why I was panicked was because this is around the same time that the Gabby Petito situation happened. So it's like, for me, me and my anxiety, I'm like, oh my God, we just watched a woman basically vanish at the hands of her crazy ass fiance slash husband. And the first reports we hearing is that this man won't let the police in and can't nobody get a hold of her. And I'm like, oh my God, we about... I'm like, what? So my, my, my mind instantly went to, this is some lifetime ass shit. But here we are. It was just some Negro shit. So yeah, here we are. Um, Are you going to buy Taraji's new album? I did not hear about this until you sent the topic yesterday. I was like, I'm not going to research it. I'm going to wait for Ashley to tell me. Long story short, apparently Taraji P. Henson is releasing an album. She says she is kind of trying to get back to her. Because apparently she was like, I started off in musical theater. And I'm like, hmm. All I remember musically from Taraji P. Henson is, yes, she was cookie on Empire. But I only remember her musically for one thing. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. That's all I know. All right, and um, the Tyler Perry movie. Oh, yeah! I can do bad all by myself. I blocked that from my mind because that was such a shittiest movie. I but, love um, that movie. Mary J. Blige is in it. Mm, oh, Mary. Oh, Mary, Mary, Mary. Ten points for anyone who can tweet me and say they know what rom-com that's from. Anywho. But yeah, I was just like, okay, Taraji. Um, all right. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure some snippets will be hitting the timeline within the next few months or the next month because apparently I think she says her project is coming out in November. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. Good for her. Uh, and just to answer your question, I don't buy albums anymore. I just stream. That's a very valid point. I don't know <laughs> the last time I actually 
Matter of <laughs> fact, I remember the last album I bought. I bought um Blackest King because you know be hot. Um, I support. I think my- the last album I bought was Kaylani's debut album. Uh, where she was in the clouds or whatever. Bumping uglies. Okay. Um, I know I put this in the topics, but I'm trying to figure out. I feel like we always have to hear stories about these white women acting in ass and then tell. So I'll just put it to you this way. Um, Ellen Pompeo did some white woman shit. And I thought it was hilarious that she like this. This never came out. And then she decided to use it as podcast and during moment. And it's like, man, this is hot mess it's ahead of whatever season premiere Lord, what season are we in Grace, he's Grace, in 74 first of all the Denzel Washington ma'am I think you need to calm down this is not no this is not no rigmarole foolishness from no darn like high school theater or directing class. And even then you should give a director respect. But we are talking about D. Denzel Washington. And then you had the nerve to try and tattle on him to the goddess Miss Pauletta Washington. Ma'am, watch your fucking words. Um, so yeah, I don't got I'm just I'm just I am in awe of how white women so confidently talk about their missteps as if they are not missteps. I wonder what is that like to vocally or to verbalize all the times you've been wrong and be so confident that you think people will agree that you actually did the right thing. I wonder what that's like. I wonder what that's like. Hmm. I'll never yeah. know though. I'm a black woman. Um, in other news about white people acting a fucking fool, I put this in <laughs> I put in parentheses. I think we should delete this topic because who the fuck do we look like sports in there? Um, John Gruden. If anyone here who listens listens um watches football, former head coach of the LA Raiders, he was on a bunch of other teams. He had a TV show on Sports Center or on ESPN. Long story short, John Gruden has been talking cash money shit, and I mean all of the racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic misogynistic, her all emails. of them. But her emails! Which, so many of y'all follow her putting an apology, but whatever. Um, yeah, John Gruden has been wilding in his emails for like 10 years, and apparently he finally realized after a decade how fucking dumb it was to keep a fucking paper trail of your fucking bigotry. I know that was a lot of F-bombs, <laughs> I apologize. But that's just how audacious like I said, like I said, white people do the dumbest and most like problematic things with confidence. I have to wonder what is the mental illness that allows you to do that. But I digress. None of my black ass business. Either way, the 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 thread has been pulled, and now more emails are going to be coming out. Apparently, there are more coaches. There are more head coaches involved. There are more owners and general managers involved. And needless to say, this is going to be a shit show. Next time we record, if it's still happening, we'll have Lamp come and give like a sports center review on it. But um, yeah, I'm just like puzzled 
at, like I said, this is another situation where I'm puzzled at white people's eagerness to share or eagerness to do dumb shit. Because why would you document that? Everyone knows you don't keep a paper trail. White people are white people and it's never going to shock me. <sighs> clay, Caucasian clay monsters. Like, I just... Oh, Yakubians. Oh, the Yakubians. I just don't understand. Um, but yeah, who the fuck we look like? Sports Center. Um, I guess. Da, na, 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 na. I guess keeping with the sports theme, um, the NBA is in shambles. Well, the, I feel like it's not really in shambles because at the end of the day, this. So the issue is we have a vaccine mandate that has been rolled out in certain cities. So I think L.A. No, not L.A. San Francisco and New York City are the two main city, I guess, cities where I think this will affect teams of vaccine mandate. So because of this, in order for the athletes on that team to play, they have to be man- they have to be vaccinated. There has been a lot of talk about, oh my god, I don't know what I'm putting in my body. Which I never thought Kendrick Perkins would make a good point, but Kendrick Perkins was like, that's funny how the conversation is. I don't know what's put in my body when these athletes, they want to pop these pills whenever they want to do treatments, <laughs> whenever they get hurt on the court. They don't ask what's, what medicine they're going to get for pain. They don't ask what the procedure is the doctor is going to do. It. They, they trust in medicine and science then. What is the difference now? And I'm just like, when you when you write, I'm with you when you write. I'm with you when you write. And Kendrick Parkins was absolutely right because what the fuck are you talking about? Kyrie Irving, I'm looking at you, sir. What the fuck? But I digress. I digress to impress. Um, I don't understand why the vaccinated athletes feel so strongly about being like, but I don't want to force it on anyone. I'm not exactly sure why this is the hill y'all choose to be like, well, I don't want to get involved in that when y'all are loud and wrong on so many other things concerning people. But um, yeah, any, any commentary, any input? No, I don't care. Boom. Knocking them off the list. All right, last topic. <laughs> um, so Mark Mark Zuckerberg or Zuckerberg of FB Facebook and Instagram ownership. It was a rough day. Was that last week? Mm-hmm. I think it was last Tuesday. Last Tuesday on the Tuesday. Last Tuesday was rough for the boomers. And yes, because I was watching Squid Game. I was like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> Turn Squid Game on. I'm trying to finish. Oh, my God. Oh, light. But, yeah, it was a rough day for the boomers and the hoteps and all the other problematic people on oh, Facebook gosh. and Instagram. The people who voted for Donald Trump. I specifically found it hilarious because I had read a tweet where they were like, the boomers are probably going crazy that they cannot log on to Facebook to play their Candy Crush. And within, my mother called in a panic. Oh my goodness, I think something is wrong with my Facebook. I'm trying to leave your cousin a happy birthday message on his wall. It won't work. 
And I mean, she was distraught. And I was like, oh, Dot, it's not you. It's the internet. And she was just like, oh, okay. But yeah, something happened. Uh, the timing of it is apparently interesting as there was a whistleblower at Facebook Corp and the whistleblower went public on 60 Minutes that Sunday before and the Wednesday after was the Senate hearing. So I thought that the, the timing of that has been listed as interesting. It is reported that Mark Zuckerberg Am I, I don't even care if his name is wrong. Whatever. That that no, that's his name. That tuna fish shaped looking ass motherfucker. Um, he reportedly lost a number, I think like seven billion in revenue. And the app was down for I think like twelve, sixteen hours. I can't remember. But I do know that the interesting talking point was that apparently when it comes to these apps, there's a certain measure of coding that's encrypted and something from the coding disappeared so that was the conversation but yeah the world shut down apparently and niggas was on twitter acting the fucking fool i thought it was about to go i thought it was gonna see the whale again <laughs> i was waiting i kept waiting for twitter to be the one to go down <laughs> and then i was like wait twitter isn't owned by him so we should be okay ciao 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 it was a hot mess that well, server went down because they had to get rid of all the incriminating evidence because scrub the ground. Biden scrub administration and everybody else is coming after them. So as they should, they've been getting away with a lot of shit for the past eight years. I said burn it all down, man. Russians can't help you now, bitch. Russians can't help you now. But that is the end of our hot topic slash pop culture talk. Do you have any additions? I'm very hurt that Chanel Iman and Sterling Sharp are getting a divorce. Oh my god, what? Oh shit! I just realized, divorce talk. Um, so why did, do we know why irreconcilable differences? So as an IG investigator, some commenter was saying on several different posts that Sterling has been involved with a bottle girl from Arizona. Bitch. For the past year. So if any random person can consistently Didn't she say just that, have a baby? Yeah, the baby should be at least one now. I'll burn all this shit. You know what? I'm very hurt. I was rooting for you. We were all fucking rooting for you. You know how I never yelled at another girl like this. That's some bullshit. Um, <laughs> um I also don't... I just want to say I don't give a fuck about anybody who agrees with... Dave Chappelle, or who who is rooting for him, I I don't care. Like after a certain point, all the discrimination and all the homophobia, it and transphobia, it all starts to go into a blender together. So it's when so you go tired. out of your way to pledge your support for that, I I don't care. I, it's I just so don't tired. Care. It's so tired. I just I want y'all and this Chappelle idea. Show, Chappelle show. Like seriously, I just I I think the one thing that life has taught me and the way life has gone in the past four years is that there is nobody that I am invested in rooting for to the point where I would let my morals go. To be like, oh my god, but it was so fun. There, like, there's nothing. There's no 
Mm. Like there's no product I can get from that. No person? No, not their catalog of music? Wait. Despite who they marry and what that person has done in their past, Uh, no person? (laughs) First of all, that shit is far gone. And as I said on Twitter (laughs) yesterday, you have to be a certain love. Like you, I, I, I question how seriously I'm supposed to take you when you can't even be bothered to do your job. But like you can't be bothered to like you know handle your business, but you can be bothered to get on Instagram and bully someone who's been receiving racial harassment for years. But go up in favor, of, you know, going there. Even know who Jesse Nelson was until a few days ago. Um, I don't really. I've heard Little Mix's name. I don't think I've if ever heard a song. If I have, I didn't know I was listening to it. The and then also, why are people still like maybe? And then maybe I'm out of touch. Is like a bad boy something women still look for in the dating game? Like, are we twelve? I'm confused. So much I could say, but I don't have the energy. I mean, but like, we can also talk about that in the next TV section as well. Word, word. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, do you want to take a break? Let's take a break. Bye. We be back, y'all. We'll be right back with black fishing. <laughs> We're black. We're black fishing. <laughs> Um, before we get started with TV, um, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. I'm, I was so hurt to hear that. Also, yeah, so rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. That hurt my feelings. Rest in peace to Greg Leaks, bro. I hope you honking the you horn. You have done me wrong I hope your you, wife. I hope you honking <laughs> the horn on their ass in heaven. Toot toot. Um, like, I, I, I knew that, like, his death said something when Jamar was like, that's sad. You know, he seemed like a decent person. And I was like, oh, you know who that is? Wow. So, yeah. I was like, you know, if it was, if Nene was a normal person, I'd send a pound cake and a pack of check sodas up to Duluth for her. Because that was really, that was sad to hear. But, you know, we hate cancer. So that's, that just sucks. Yeah. Also, 50 Cent. What the fuck? Why, why are you always talking? Like, why are you always talking, sir? Why? Why? But, mm. um, yeah. Has anyone else died? <laughs> um... I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> Uh, other than Nicki Minaj's career, I her can't pride. think of anything else. Her pride, man, fuck your pride. Just saying. Did she ever have any? No, no. Um, I feel like somebody. Hold on, let me look. Celebrities who have died. Kosas from. If anybody ever watched my fat Greek wedding or my big fat Greek wedding, Kostas died, y'all. I was very sad to hear that. You know what, do you? I was very sad to hear that. My big fat Greek wedding 
is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's also my mother-in-law's favorite movie, so we bond over that a lot. So I was very sad to hear Costas pass. But apparently he had a very long and very vibrant life. He lived to be like 93, I think. So, you know, good for him. Ed Asner died, and I only mention that because Up is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so that kind of hurt me. Stanford from Sex in the City. Yo, 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 yo. Norm McDonald. <sighs> Wait, who? Norm McDonald. He was a comedian from the 90s. Oh, yeah. SNL man. Yes. When when I heard that Willie Garson died, I was devastated. And I thought it was interesting because I told Jamar, Jamar was like, what was his name? Um, I think his name on White Collar was Mozzie. And he was like, Mozzie mm-hmm. died? And I was like, Stanford Blatch is dead. Have some respect. Like, and it's just, it's crazy because I literally, I like, because I feel like in my mind, the TV characters and like friend TV characters, Stanford Blatch is always like one of my favorite characters because he was such, he was ride or die for Carrie, but also he was like, girl, I'm going to tell you when you're doing too much, you're doing too much. You're wilding. Um, I wonder how that's going to play out on the little reboot. I'm not going to think about it. But rest in peace to all those who um, lost their lives since we recorded. I don't know what possessed Disney to come out with movies like Up and Coco where I just cry in like the first 30 minutes. But um, I'm going to need y'all to stop doing that because you brought up Up and now I'm thinking about that opening sequence and I want to go curl under a ball. I, I want to The curl sequence that I can never make it. I finally watched up in its entirety in 2020. Child, and I, still I was have like, a... okay, we're doing it. I was like, you're not going to cry. You're not going to cry. And I was shaking violently and the tears just came out. <laughs> I was like, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. And then I made it through it. And I was like, ah! yeah. oh. Coco, um, I I cried violently with Coco. Like I, mean, I don't watch any of the new Disney movies because I feel like they're all about dying. I would. I haven't <laughs> seen Soul yet. Soul came out that around came out Christmas. So, yeah, Soul came out around the time that my two uncles passed, and I still still have not watched Soul. Um, like literally, I started Soul, and literally within the first five minutes, I was sobbing hysterically. My niece was like, what is wrong with you? Please shut up. My my stories are on. And I was like, yes, ma'am. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Disney's just like, I don't know what, I don't know what got into Disney and Pixar. But yeah. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to those who have gone ancestral realm. Um, TV talk. No spoilers. All my block riders, catch me outside. How about that? It's funny how I don't even watch that show, but y'all have told me what happens. Catch me outside, especially about episode five. Catch me the fuck outside. Because I need to know what's wrong with y'all. Who raised you? Netflix said we had to get rid of them because them kids been acting for too much money. Um, Y'all not going to bankrupt us. It was just so, like it's just the dynamic is always so funny to me. Chivo, but yeah, on my the blog. last season of um, Dear White People. <sighs> I'd rather not discuss it. Oh, so you watched it? Okay. Yes, I did, because okay. I kept hoping that there was hope, and I was wrong, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Pretty.
No, no, no. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, no. How the hell are we gonna do it? Sorry. Um, but yeah, I am I, I, I have no idea from what I heard or from what I heard, like for, this is we have just to blame for all of this. Sir, sleep with one eye open because I fucking did. Who asked for this besides Ashley Blaine Featherson? Who asked for this? Because she was the only one who was like, I'm so excited. I always wanted to do a musical. And everyone else was like, bitch, are you fucking high? Mm. I digress. I digress. Staying on with Netflix, do you have anything to tell us about Squid Game? It is an amazing piece of work. The writing, the acting is amazing and you should go watch it. You'll cry, you'll laugh, you'll shit your pants, you'll do all of that. Wow. That is the most effective. um... Every once in a generation, a show comes along. Yeah, all of the praise it's getting, it's worth it. It's not like when y'all hyped up Tiger King and that nigga thought he was getting out of jail because he thought Donald Trump was going to become president again. It's not like that stupid shit that y'all be hyping up. Tiger this King is, was this was hilarious this substance. <laughs> Tiger King was hilarious. I will never forgive y'all for the beginning of quarantine and y'all hyping up Tiger King and Anytime making all to... these fucking spinoffs and shit. Like I will never forgive y'all. Wait, but, spinoffs? Yeah, there's a Hulu spinoff coming with the guy um, Doogie Howser. Um, Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars. Like a lot of dumb shit came out of that. I, I remember. Forgive y'all. I remember. Damn. There's a Tiger King stars. movie. I think it's a Hulu movie too. Oh dear Jesus Christ! I did not know that. The only yeah. thing I knew, yeah. was that she got Dancing with the Stars. As I always tell people, I will watch. I'll take any opportunity for white to watch white people act a fucking fool and then receive accountability for it. So Tiger King had was a piss and pants good time for me. Um, what was it? <laughs> Speaking of crazy white people, if you love um mess, if if you love mess, um please check out the Lula Rich documentary on Amazon I or docu series. It's boring to me. These and it's like for some odd reason I don't know what it is, but like my algorithm on TikTok is like programmed to Mormon or I guess like ex Mormon tiktok and i'm just like wow these mormons are fucking their two wild, kids married bro. each other but they're like it's okay because they're not related that was fucking shit balls i was like are you fucking kidding me um lachey was my favorite part i was like ma'am i like you i like you <laughs> i hope you I hope your t-shirt business do, does well ma'am was like oh i see you're not wearing what are you wearing and she was like chanel honey and she's like you're not wearing lularoe of course not bitch um, so yeah, I thought the Lula Rich documentary was foolishness. Insecure is coming back for the final season. <laughs> the trailer dropped last week. Another <laughs> teaser dropped today. Um, Issa, Issa's, the way Issa's been talking in these interviews, I'm mentally preparing myself for us to have a Sopranos slash Game of Thrones moment and not a six feet under moment. So go ahead and cry your tears and, you know, be prepared to keep crying. Just give me a Kelly spinoff. Right. Somebody needs a spinoff. Anybody. Anybody. All I care about is Kelly. I don't care about nobody else. You niggas won't have anything else to complain about. I don't want to hear shit 
about diversity are dark-skinned people being on TV when Insecure leaves. I heard Y'all you niggas complaining bitch, here for I six seasons. Is it five seasons? Season five, because they keep yep. saying season five. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, It's the end of an era, and I won't be reviewing. Are you going to review? Yeah. Okay, so Ash has y'all with the insecure review. I will be in my morning clothes because mm-hmm. I love that show and I love Issa Rae and I love good writing and character and growth development. So, yeah. <sighs> Kiki will be in her sackcloth and ash I when it comes to insecure. I will. Meanwhile, I'll be making the reign of terror because, like I said, Issa, I don't fucking trust you, sis. And HBO is known to let certain things fly, and like I said, I'm 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 ready to tell it all. I'm ready to tell it all. The end. Um, what other scripted dramas or scripted TV shows? Um, Twenties comes back tonight on BET. Oh wow! I heard it's someone they added to the um cast. I can't remember who, and I was like, oh, that person's gonna be on Twenties. Wow. So I have to tune in. I can't remember who it Everybody's is. Everybody's on. Big Sean's on there. Estelle will oh, be yeah. on there. Oh, yeah. Kenya Moore will be on there oh, very God. quickly. <laughs> um, Condola, she'll be there. Mm, convalescence. Which, which I love her character on this show. Just can't stand her on Insecure. Mm, we, we all have our crosses to bear. Amen. 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 Um, and shout out to Lila Roshan. She's going to be on Insecure as Condola's mom. Yes. And I'm just like, damn it. I got this one thing. She's going to get black Hollywood royalty. Yes, Lord. In, and I appreciate that. Ugh. Yes, Lord. Ugh. Yes. Um, the game is coming back Mm-mm. with a spinoff idea that they stole from me. So. They'll be talking to my lawyers. Cause you put on quite a show. <laughs> really had me going. Now it's time to go. Oh! I didn't know Tasha could sing. You know all of them can. What? <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> oh, um, as far as scripted blood and water on Netflix, guys, check that out. Yes, season two. Season two, I still haven't watched it yet. I'm going to have to put them on the back burner when you comes back this week. Oh, that's this week? That's this Friday. Netflix already slipped and let a few people see it early. Ooh. So check your Netflix. Maybe Ooh. you will have seen. Yeah, leak happened. I don't know how that accidentally happened, Netflix. Oh, technology is acting the fool, honey. But as far as scripted, that's all I've got. Okay. Um, so there's, oh yeah, so scripted show where basically we take a bunch of characters and we, um, so I found the people on Fox, it's my stories, it very much gives me, um, the haves and the have-nots Tyler Perry vibes with a better wardrobe and better wigs Better wigs. Yeah, much better with. <laughs> However, I don't know what the fuck is going on in their writing room. I don't know what type of caffeine. They must be drinking some cafe Bustello. Um, I'm not sure who's... I know it's based on a book by um a man named Lawrence Otis Graham, I believe. But the television version is 
is I think it's produced by Lee. It's produced by Lee Daniels, but I don't know who's writing it. Okay. And that concerns me because the issue is it's not a bad plot. It's just so many things happen in one episode. So it very much gives, matter of fact, it kind of reminds me of a cross between the haves and the have-nots and the young and the, matter of fact, not the young, the rest of the bold and the beautiful. It kind of reminds me of a cross between those two. And, um, you know, a little bit of Negro 9021, no sprinkle in there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I feel like everything, so many things happen in one episode, particularly the pilot episode. So like there was nothing, no, most of the plot points that happened within that 48 minutes normally don't get brought up until like a mid season, a mid season finale in most scripted series. So I feel like I have a theory because I've seen a lot of people who watch that show say that that it's yeah. moving too fast i think it's going to be one season and done yeah um if they do get a second season that'll probably be it yeah from what that was so i've been seeing that a lot i saw a lot of people say because of i guess i guess whatever is happening with the tv networks a lot of these series are expecting to only go for one season they're trying to so, copy like a netflix hulu um yeah. recipe yeah, so it's but like that doesn't work for to, broadcast television. Excuse me, they're trying to bake the cake a little too quick. Um, and like I said, I just find it like it just it, it's just like it's a good plot. I feel like there's good stuff that can happen. It just moves so fast. I don't understand why, but I do not fault the actors because I feel like the actors are doing the best with the material they are given. Yaya DaCosta does well in it. Um, it is very, and I always love Nadine Ellis. I've loved her since her um, Let's Stay Together days. Uh, Morris Chestnut. Oh, I like her. Oh, Morris. Look, oh, was that a sexy noise? Yes, he can oh, I break. I think we're saying he was boring. Oh, no. I was like, sorry, I was growling. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, what's her? What's <laughs> yeah, um, he can he can be my corporate raider and raid my panties any day. Um, what was Debbie Morgan, the goddess, ma'am, always of the true and living goddess. Wonderful. Congratulations. Love you. Um, no shade to Joe Morton. Ask them why they basically wrote Teddy Franklin as Elijah Pope. It's not meant to be. Just ask them why they didn't come up with original material. Because it, you could have substituted the word Franklin Holdings for B613, and I would have sworn I was watching Scandal. Don't let them boy box you in, Papa Martin. I feel I'm, that's a Denzel Washington situation where he's going to do what he wants to do. I wouldn't mind it. I would, like I said, it would be great if it, like, I don't know why, and of course we'll never know this, but like, it would make me feel better to know that, like, that's the liberty he's taking with it. Right. But it's like I've seen him in other projects aside from Scandal, and like the the he's still powerful, but like his you mean a different world. <laughs> you know what? Oh, by by just that, just that. But like, he's been in other like shows and projects, and I've been like, oh. Like he's still powerful, but like you know, it just doesn't give me Elijah Pope. But this Teddy Franklin character is very 613. Like, I would not be surprised 
if that business is a front for him for him killing people and using it as central intelligence. But yeah, the actors are doing the best. <laughs> and they, they have a third it. sister named Olivia. Ah, oh, it's handled. Um, Lance Gross, what a cutie, what a doll. Beautiful um, gowns. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. I do not understand why Raven Goodwin was only in the first episode. I want to know more about her character. I feel like that would have been a cool character to see them unpack. Um, who else is on it? Yeah, the, oh yeah, the latest episode we we meet Morris Chestnut, aka Raymond's ex-wife, and I was like, oh my god, it's the best man reunion! Wow. So yeah, that was cool. The is it Monica is- Calhoun? Mm-mm. No, it oh. Shelby. Well, nobody cares about her. I was like, is that Shelby? <laughs> I think I'm gonna watch that show when it's done, so I can watch it in one sitting. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I feel like the storyline will make more sense for me if I watched it that way. Yeah, because I feel like because... Matter of fact, so that's what you're saying. So because it goes so fast, it being a Netflix binge or a Hulu binge or Amazon binge, that would be perfect. But, um, yeah. No. Like, absolutely not on Hulu. Like, on Fox. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm reading the book. I'm trying to figure out how we got from the book to the screenplay. Um, and I also found it interesting that there was a lot of pushback when the book was originally published, specifically from the black people who the book was about, because apparently they did not want white people to know about them. And I'm like, y'all don't want white people to know that what? So it was kind of confusing to me, but you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, so yeah, that was, that's our kind of people. There's another scripted show that has been on my mind, but I cannot remember what it was. So perhaps that is indicative that it's not that memorable. So there's that. Um, on to reality television. Indicative. Dun, dun, indic. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta news. Cynthia is no longer going or is no longer a Real Housewife. The story she's saying is that she wants to focus on the next phase of her life with Mike Hill so she can chill. But the reality is um, (laughs) the producers at Truly Original, I want to say they offered her a friend of the show spot. And she said, honey, I do not want friend of the show coin. So she passed. um, Who do you think I am, Marlo? (laughs) And 24 to 48 hours later, we got news that Portia was walking away. Portia, told y'all. I hope that that be- I hope that that parachute is as golden as you think it is. I genuinely do hope, and that's no shade. That's just you were making a very cute coin on your own with Dish Nation and um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. So for you to walk away from both of those things to lay down with the African man, I truly do hope that golden parachute is 24 karat and not gold spray paint well accountability has never really been Porsche's thing so Cordell is not perfect by far I knew perfect I knew that she (laughs) wouldn't come back because they would be dragging her nonstop about being with that man that too so yeah and Um, quite frankly she has her spinoff 
quite frankly, could, could, could would you, I don't think I would have survived a season of Kenya and her dick. Yeah, we didn't want to. Some people may have wanted to see that, but I didn't want to see that. Yeah, I and I'm not a Porsche said, fan. I just it's it's boring. Like we I already had did that. Said that like the fact that we would have been on basically season eight of watching these two people not like each other. Right. Like, why are we and then like the culmination of last season we saw that it became really one sided because after a certain point Portia was just like okay she wasn't even engaging. Like, like, okay, yeah, you say these things about me. Okay, cool. It's just like what? And and like she it, fucked it, a whole stripper in another bitch and still was like, Okay, y'all like yeah. I don't care to be here. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, Okay, it happened. What are you gonna do now? And Kenya just could not let that go. So I feel like just yeah, no. Um, next, Real Housewives of Potomac. I feel like mm. I feel like something happened when I decided to divest from Real Housewives of Potomac. It's like I watch it now and I'm like, oh, okay. Because literally there's no one likable on the cast. I've never seen a cast full of people where literally What about no the Scarlet girl? No. I'm not impressed. Sorry, Eskal. I tried to help you, Alaska. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not impressed with Escala. Wendy, what the fuck? Um, the Green Eye Bandits. Specific, specifically, Robin. <laughs> I have no desire to watch Robin <sighs> be gaslit by Juan, but also be so far up Giselle's ass she can tell what she had for breakfast. Um, I have no desire to watch Giselle build um, Chateau She Can't Pay. I have no desire for that. I have no desire to watch um Karen canoodle around with the black Bill Gates. I definitely have no desire to watch um who's the other person I'm missing? Mia, I, I thought we had high hopes, girl. I really thought like you being transparent mm-hmm. and you being young, you know, I was like, oh, this this could be fun. But then you girl bossed a little too close to the sun. And these offline social media antics were just a little, it was too, it was a little bit too rambunctious for my taste. Um, Ashley, you are married to a sexual offender. And quite frankly, no, ma'am. Um, and then most importantly, Candace, you're a fucking psycho. You have learned nothing from getting that I dotted um, last season. And I find it very interesting that like, people think that two things cannot be true at once. And I'm here to tell y'all they can be true. It can be true that while Candace was owed that ass whooping, the ass whooping was also owed to Giselle and Robin and Ashley and who and Sharice and the other people who talked about Ugh, the situation. Sharice. However, it can also be true that Candace wrote her mouth wrote a check that her ass could not catch cash and um yeah but you should be able to talk shit to people and threaten them and and them not put their hands on you should be able to do that all you bloggers (laughs) and bravo um people who have i don't know how much candace paid you i specifically don't know how she paid you because she couldn't even afford to shoot that video in a prom budget but that's neither here nor there i don't know how much she paid you and Starbucks and Panera Bread and Chick Fil A gift cards, but that <laughs> album is trash. She has she can carry a tune. Being able to carry a tune and be a pop star, those are two different things. Janet Jackson, she is not Anita Baker. I'm going to blame your support on the album on your old age. I apologize. I know that sounds terrible, but clearly you need to get your ears checked. Yeah. Um, the reunion was taped, 
And apparently... Just when I thought this franchise couldn't peak at toxicity. I'm trying to figure out <sighs> how we got here because... Well, matter of fact, um, yeah, dun, I'm, dun, I'm confused. Dun, 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 dun. I'm confused because King I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember um a few weeks ago the sentiment was there was this huge. We're not BS, y'all. We're not gonna rehash that foolishness <laughs> with um Nyoki Menarche and that vaccine foolishness. I'm not even gonna get into that. I just find it interesting that oh, I won't leave the house. I have a child. I can't afford a child, or I don't want a nanny. Which bitch? I look at rich people or financially well-off people sideways whenever they be like, I don't have help. And it's like, you got the money for help. You got the resources for help. But also you, you married got... the help. <sighs> the help can't be your brother. um, Yeah. I, I, it's very hard for me to have empathy for that. Because if I, on my salary, was able to... To when I was pregnant, I, we you don't you don't even nanny. have to go through all this because that was all bullshit to begin with. That yeah. that was never so, true. That's so very save that's yourself very the five minutes. Save very it. accurate. I was gonna go <laughs> off on a tangent. Either way, the whole I'm not leaving the house thing. Then all of a sudden we end up at a concert around these niggas with the child, and now all of a sudden on we're stage. at Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, and I'm around all the people, and I'm like, what happens is, but yeah, apparently she's gonna come in the last five minutes and ask a bunch of rude ass questions, a lot of do by day. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the only booking she can secure. Child, the lawyer fees got to get paid somehow. Um, hey, and yeah. and last but not least, yeah. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, quick question. Do you think that the caterer is lying <laughs> or do you think that um Angie is lying? I think that Todd came with the caterer to this get is a scene that to come with her with the bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Oh, Bertha, we speak your name. Um, I haven't watched Angie's premiere episode yet, but are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. hearing. Oh, I'm sorry. You were so quiet. I'm hearing that this was going to be her storyline and that she concocted all of this. Oh, so no. I'm hearing. I can't. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what Angie, Todd, Carmen, and Aunt Nora has come up with. And Aunt Bertha. Don't forget Aunt Bertha. And Aunt Bertha. As long as Mama Joyce is not involved. Hotel. Adios, Mia. Um, if I can go back to RHOP, yes, I've never been a fan of the franchise. Mm. It was always hard for me to get into it since that first season and that heavy discussion on colorism that was popping up. Yeah. Um, and then Monique came, and I actually liked Monique. I liked her husband. I liked her family. And then Monique's last season. She didn't handle things correctly. Um, I still agree that she should have whooped Candace's ass, but yes. there was a lot of misdirected anger that should have mm-hmm. gone, you were right, to Giselle and Robin and Charisse. Yeah. Um, and then her husband was wanting her to I be very a much So feel... all of that aside, Ciao. Um, it was the fans make it so toxic that I can't enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, so that's very... my thing on RHOP. I want to say... There is definitely a couple issue in reality television. There's no if and but. I'm here to tell y'all. There's 
is not the martyr y'all want her to be. And when I say y'all, like y'all, the fifteen of y'all are in the camp. Um, she is martyr for dark. That's not reality. Like I feel like there's some there. There has to be a more example for y'all to use, or more importantly, there has to be a better person who repeatedly every episode is and that's none of my business matter of fact I feel like you could give that to Wendy my god but like Candace she she is not she is not that girl I also find it very strange that Candace directs a lot of interracial dating comebacks or clapbacks which also let's stop right here Saying your mama is not a clapback, it's not a read. I don't know why y'all insist on hyping that woman up. It's 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 a it's a re, re, what is it? It's a retort, but like it's not a read. It's not a clapback. There's nothing witty about saying your mama. Like what are we playing the dozens? No. Um. So yeah, there's that. But the fact that Candace constantly uses these interracial jokes or like comebacks on Ashley Darby as if she is not also fucking a white man confuses me. Has anyone figured out how we got there? Because, like, you call this woman a bed wench, and um, <laughs> you also like, you also are you also ended up fucking white dick for money. Just because his dick is a little tinted, what the fuck that have to do with me? He's still white, and from what I've heard, he's actually, he comes from a very well-off family. So it's just like, Y'all, you and Ashley both have in common that y'all are pageant girls and y'all suck dick for money. Do you feel that Ashley is more of a bed wench because she's mixed herself? Like, call a spade a spade, but it's like, understand, you cannot talk about Ashley for fucking a white man when you yourself fuck the white man. I'm confused. Get it together, babes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, if that came off harsh, I apologize. But just like, oh I, no, it, I it, it it's all true. It's just Candace is a cunt, so nothing will reverse that. <laughs> and so is her mama. Oh, who was it? Who called somebody? <laughs> um, what was that? Oh yeah. Um, and I know these are not current. Claudia Jordan, please. Down, ma'am. Um, more wisely, ma'am. That just no. Um, Claudia Jordan is a very nasty, vile person. I do not understand why she is given so much country in the industry, like why she has such footing to be able to do shit in like a platform. I don't get it. Um, yeah. I just feel like this vendetta she has with Phaedra, it is very confusing. Like, neither one of y'all are on that show anymore. You were only on this, you and your front curled under Bob, you were only (laughs) on the show for one season. And if this is so called about your ex, this is that she's still she's not with that man anymore. You're not with that man anymore. And apparently, he, there was a significant lapse in between 
with other women between you dating him and her dating him. So this beat it's very confusing. It seems like you're carrying the torch for Kenya and whatever. So yeah, Claudia Jordan, what a fucking weirdo. Kenya and Phaedra squashed that when that man went to jail. And the crazy thing is they were at Greg's um memorial and they all concert. Yeah, um, I was about to say repass, but it, I don't know. If they, <laughs> I don't know who made the. I don't know who fried the chicken and made the pan of yellow rice, but um, it brought the check soda, which I thought that was nice that everybody showed up and you know behaved themselves oh, for the most part. Like low key, I wish it was filmed because I would have loved to see the foolishness that probably occurred. But I digress to impress. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Despite. Greg's passing. Andy does not fuck with Nene. Right. Since she said he was a racist. Mm-hmm. And tried to bring a suit against them. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Real House, back, back to Real House of Salt Lake City. Um, Lisa, I got my eye on you. Because, like, I just, something about Lisa, two plus two ain't two plus two doesn't equal four with lisa to me i don't i don't know how to explain it maybe she'll win me over i do feel i'm not a person who believes in coincidences i'm just not a type of person so there's no way you can tell me that i tell you about a person and then five hours later all my shit goes down the drain i also feel like the caterer is a little bit weird and i'm gonna just say because technically on the show no one is named so it's very confusing that she keeps saying that Angie ruined her business reputation when she never released the name of the business. And also, the woman offered to pay you full price and a premium. So it's like, two, like I said, two plus two is not at equaling four. Jenny's husband, Jenny, if that is a storyline, I, I hope you make your peace with that. If that is not a storyline, I want you to cut your husband's penis off. Okay, I want you to cut his dick off because maybe then he'll understand the pain of childbirth and the pain of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I. Ha- and also, Mary Cosby is still crazier than a soup sandwich. <laughs> but last week, I was at the episode where the um cater gate happened. It, I feel like Jen Shaw was like, "Wow, the one episode where I'm not really in no drama because that's not gonna last." But yeah, um. Am I missing anything else in reality? The Real oh. Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion oh, starts yeah. tonight. Um, and Black Twitter is um, let me go already ahead. armed up for Lisa Renna and Dorit. So. Let me go ahead and get... Uh, bravo. I would have <laughs> had to turn to it now because I am not going to play no fucking reindeer games with Dorito and Renner. M- ma'am and ma'am, Watch your fucking mouth how you talk to my Haitian queen. Okay? Watch your mouth. Um, Erica Jane. I'm just... I'm sad. Cause <laughs> I Baker. I was telling my homegirl last week, I was like, I'm so sad because I started off the season. And I was like, it's just so terrible. He put her in this position and she just didn't know what Mm, she got me eating crow pie like Sutton said I mean I'm out here eating crow pie I can't believe I defended you like a painkiller but yeah I'm (laughs) disappointed um you you better get your ass back in them leotards and start shaking at the um go-go clubs because you need that money 
Bada bing, bada boom, honey. You you better you you better pat that pussy, pat the pussy. You better <laughs> do something. Puss. Pat the puss. Pat the puss. Did you so, hear that Andy Bravo and the production company were subpoenaed to turn over any unaired footage regarding her? <gasps> Ay Dios mío. Yeah. No me diga. Wow. I did not know that. That's insane. That's insane. But also very necessary. Andy, I hope y'all do what y'all have to do. Um, <laughs> I just, I just can't believe the last like two episodes. I feel like I just want, I, I want Sutton to understand. You don't gotta be friends with her, sis. Like I get all you southern white women stick together, whatever. You don't gotta be cool with her, especially after she talked to you crazy. Like you are a better woman than I because. I very Talk much... to you crazy, told you to shut the fuck up, threatened to beat your ass. And then threatened to sue you too. Like <laughs> after after you offered her poor ass like a financial cushion, <laughs> bitch. You I'd have been like, you couldn't even whistle in my direction after you talked to me that way. Suck my dick from the back. Like, how dare you? Um, yeah, so Real Housewives of Beverly Hills should be very interesting tonight. Um what else is it reality? I see that you have a review of the casting special for Ready to Love. I got to catch up on, on my podcast because I have been losing it. But um, Ready to Love and Love and Marriage Huntsville. What the fuck, bro? I had to stop watching Love and Marriage Huntsville because it got too repetitive. I'm just... I, I feel like they're talking in circles at this point. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's copy, rinse, repeat. <laughs> Lava, rinse, repeat. So, um, ready to love looks very interesting. Child, I, 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 all I know is I have never seen where a show has tweeted the cast and everyone was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, let's try again next year. Like, cause no, we, no, no, we'll, we'll try again next year. I thought that was hilarious, but we shall see what happens. If you're still watching Southern Charm, they're filming it now here in Charleston. So, sweet tea and cocaine. Sweet tea and cocaine. Sweet tea and cocaine. Um, what else? Oh yeah, BMF is pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. Being what? BMF on stars. Oh. Yeah, I didn't watch Raising Canaan, but I have been watching BMF. That's pretty cool. Nobody Cash doll. About that show. Cash doll, I love you. I still can't believe you got pregnant by nobody, but you know it's fine. You know, I know after a certain age, you know, women are pressured into. I'm joking. I, oh God, Lord, I hope that. In fact, let me return. Let me return that back to the universe. Sorry. Um, Cash doll, congratulations <laughs> on your pregnancy. You are a gorgeous pregnant woman, and you also have an immaculate set of tits. An immaculate, like a very nice rack. I see how you got pregnant. I see how you got pregnant because sis, I was impressed. Um, <laughs> I don't know any other shows, so yeah, I'm done. Um, yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Congratulations to Cash Doll. Cash, make sure you're doing too much. They're like, shut up, huh? Um, so yeah. On that note, yeah. On that note, you go, baby. My on that note, um, it's just about the act of genuinely apologizing to people. 
and old enough to know how to apologize how to effectively apologize and um what do I always say intention is important everything you do must be done with intention mm-hmm. so Yvonne Orgy as I much as I love your character of Molly as much as I love you as a black woman as an actress as a comedian when the meanest celeb thread started on Twitter I did not expect to see your name tangled up in there like you were Ellen Mm-mm-mm. but a black woman did say that she was at a I don't even know a conference she was speaking at yes and she had asked Yvonne for a picture while she was waiting to go give her speech or do her set or go mm-hmm. on stage and Yvonne said no she respected the fact that Yvonne declined her Yvonne then got on stage <laughs> and said that the young woman when referencing her in her speech should have fought more and should not have taken no as an answer she wanted her to fight <laughs> for an autograph for an autograph for a picture that would go up later on a social media platform mm-hmm. so after that blew up Yvonne came out and gave the most molliest apology and I'm going to read it <sighs> she says hey Crystal I'm saddened that's how you left the event feeling after an encounter with me. Truly wasn't my intention to make you feel anything less than the beautiful woman you are. (laughs) Yvonne, you are 37 years old. You're also a December sag like me. So self-awareness is key. I can't believe that you dropped it. Yvonne, that's not an apology. Um, when you say you're sorry that you made someone feel some way, that's n- if if you made someone feel some type of way, <coughs> excuse me, that's not an apology. Right. You could have just said, I apologize deeply. You could have private messaged her. You could have done a lot more than this tone deaf, bland ass apology that you've given. And I'm disappointed in you. Uh, I'm not going to take it to heart because nobody's perfect. Nobody's Cordell, perfect. Cordell is not perfect. I but it's a little concerning to see. You, 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 you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. Nobody's yeah. perfect. Nobody's perfect. Okay, I'm done for real. Sorry. We rolling. Um, it is a. Although I'm not entirely disappointed by you, like nobody's perfect, of course, but it is a little concerning to see you get on a big public platform and respond to another black woman that way when all you preach is sisterhood and sticking together and making your footprint noticeable in this business. So Yvonne, fellow SAG to a fellow SAG, just do better. I thought that was hilarious because it was this. And like, the funny thing is the conversation when it comes to women's empowers, empowerment, women's empowerment, that shit happens. And for it to be, for that to have been, a Forbes Women Empowerment event. That's hilarious to me. And the thing about it is, I saw the girl like kind of give like a thread. She was like, long story short, I had read Gabrielle Union's first book earlier, the <sighs> when before she that happened, and she mentioned that there was a story in there that made her reconsider asking quote unquote celebrities for autographs. So she was like, when when Yvonne told her no, she was like, oh, you know. Some people are sensitive about that. I move on with my life. 
She said the, the 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 offense came when it was made public, and I'm like, well, there you go. How embarrassing, embarrassing. I do not embarrassed. I've been told that we should stop um, doing that accent oh, no. because it's offensive to certain people. What? Yeah. Well, it, well, of course, white people ruined it, so white people have started saying embarrassed. So, so yeah. So like even the black people damn it, we can't have shit. Are you really African American? Let me stop. Fucking male monsters. <laughs> God damn. Because you're mocking a certain culture when you mock the accent. The crazy thing is, I'm not mocking them. I'm like, I agree. And I'm like, the accent should let you know how serious I am about the gravity of this embarrassment. But I digress. I digress. Are you not entertained? I guess we can use that one. Uh, You know, a Yakubian came up with that, so, well. Excuse me. But I'm done, yeah, that was my on that note. Learn to to be a fucking grown-up and just apologize. At this point, I would say apologize even when you don't mean it. Just fucking apologize. Apologize to those that you have done wrong. Yeah. Okay, you can go. Um, my on that note, so I and I, I'm trying to figure out how to properly articulate it, but it's just gonna come out. So however it comes out, it comes out. Um, I feel like in the past several months specifically, we have been overwhelmed with so many stories about women dying at the hands of abusive men or suffering assault at the hands of abusive men. And we have been inundated as women with the ladies protect yourselves, ladies be vigilant, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like there are well no I feel like at this point there's no man saying that in good faith I feel like genuinely there is no person continuing to tell a woman to protect herself in good faith and not being at least at this point being aware that all of the protection in the world does not combat crazy um I'm a super self-aware person and I'm very hyper vigilant so I'm always on swivel my head is always on swivel And I recognize that even with my head being on swivel, there could come a day where despite my dedication to quote unquote protecting myself, a situation could occur where I could be put in harm's way because someone chose to be crazy and entitled, specifically a man chose to do that. What I feel needs to happen, or not happen is, men understand that if you are not as loud with your talks and your lectures about prevention to your fellow fuck-ass niggas, please be quiet with your lectures to women about their protection because you don't mean it in good faith. At this point, you have to know that a majority of the women who are locked up for defending themselves and retaliating against their abusers, these are the majority of women locked up in the U.S. penal system right now because of that. So you saying protect yourself, get a gun, that's bad faith, that's poorly educated. And this idea that you can't be responsible for every man and what they do, it's Um, Check your misogyny when you see it. But then, like I said, that will require you being actually 
real about your concern for women and you're not concerned you just want to hear yourself fucking talk so um yeah either be loud about the prevention and check men and be as aggressive and excited to tell men when they're doing something wrong or acknowledge when there is an issue or just keep it on the playground but don't but just stop stop lecturing us about how we need to protect ourselves because we already know we live this life we see our sisters get slain at the hands of men for the most irrational fucking reasons literally there's a new story on the internet every day we see it we know to cover our drink we know we can't go out past a certain time we know we can't listen to our headphones when we run. We know that we can't be out too late. We know that we can't wear a certain thing, even though we've been debunked that shit. We know we can't reject that. We can't be too aggressive in our rejection, but we can't be too nice in our acceptance because that's leading on. We can't do shit, but we have to be responsible for other people's actions as well as our own protection. You full of shit. Fuck you. Stop it. And that's all I got to say. I'm done. Men continue to be the weakest link. Goodbye. All oh, the chicken heads, be quiet. All oh, chicken heads, be quiet. You got to be down the hill, but your hands up. You got to be down the hill, but your hands up. Thank you, lady. I can hear you. Thank you, lady. All right. I Make can... noise. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, I was going to say something serious but there's no need to say it now just men just leave us alone leave women alone just let us live just leave us the fuck alone have some chai I'm just sick of men if it were up to me y'all would not exist every day like I say ladies just popular. yeah please cause who child Especially that video I saw today, I'll fight everybody. Because mm, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. You will not play with me during childbirth after I went through that. You play play with your you mama. You play home. with me, period. Play with your fucking Xbox. <laughs> play with your PlayStation. Play with your fucking dick. But what you won't do is play with me like that. Child, no. And then she didn't have two children with him. Girl, Kobe. Fuck them kids. Sorry. Um, also, Kobe. Just so <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I thought that was a Michael Jordan thing. So it's like, yeah. So <laughs> fuck them kids, Michael Jordan. But Kobe is like doing the Kobe and like eating the baby into the abortion trash can. Oh. Sorry. Bad for how. Also, I want to be clear because I had someone, which this helped me clear out my Facebook. Um, or my, I think it was Instagram. It helped me click because I don't do the conservatives. Um, there was someone who was like, "Don't you feel like you should be more pro life leaning now?" And I was like, "It's funny you mentioned that because my pregnancy, while I loved and anticipated Avery, and the very idea of her made me so happy, and I was so excited to be a mom." And I waited for January. I was so excited for January 25th. I also recognized that I had a very hellacious physical experience with my pregnancy. I lost 30 pounds within the first trimester. I could not eat anything. I had food aversions. There were no cravings. Everyone always asked me, what are you craving? And I'm like, I'm not craving anything. If anything, I don't want to eat. Um, 
I had random scalp pain and facial pain where literally for two weeks straight around the time where I believe um, like my, my progest or not progest, my estrogen levels were higher than normal because it was around this time that I found out that I was having a girl. So my hormones were really out of whack. Literally the whole right side of my face was tender to the touch. No reason. It was just tender to the touch. I could not sleep. I bought three pregnancy pillows. None of them fucking worked. After a certain point, all I could eat was oatmeal, green smoothies, and applesauce. Um, in addition to the nausea, there were headaches. It's just pregnancy is uncomfortable. And more importantly, the childbirth process is complicated. The birth went normally as it could go in that situation. However, severe complications ensued afterwards in which I lost three liters of my blood and other complications which required surgery happened. I say all that to say a woman has a right to decide if she wants to go through that or not. I am more staunch than ever in my stance on that. That is the one thing that I will, I'm a, that's the hill I'm going to die on. If you decide that that process is not for you, sis, sister, go with God. I agree. Do what you got to do. Because, honey, the, the, there are so many stories that we don't know or experiences that we don't know because we as women, we're not always open to sharing the nitty gritty. We get made to feel guilty about not treating pregnancy like a fucking tampon commercial. Like I've, I saw someone literally hide her pregnancy. And when she finally said it, she was like the second I complained about it or mentioned a issue that I was having, someone told me to be thankful that that was happening anyway. Be very clear. We're thankful for our fucking children, but we also wish that it could be a smoother process. And we can acknowledge that the act of being pregnant is a, task it's a fucking haze bro so yes i am more pro-choice than ever fuck that pro-life bullshit if a woman decides to or not to pursue that and go through that process that is totally on that woman that is her right her choice the end sorry tangent but i just had to make that very clear because apparently that was the a misconception that was going around Alrighty. Yeah. Um, I wish nothing but the worst for that person who said that. <laughs> and um, you guys can catch me at at K D A S H D I O R on Instagram and the Twitter. I will be back with season five of what is it called? Love and basketball. <laughs> ready to love weekly on own the series premiere is this friday october 15th and it's going to be two hours so chocolate city interact with me if you guys want to watch it and listen to the podcast thank you thank you very much all the chickens be quiet all the chickens be quiet all the chickens um Y'all can find me on the Instagram and the Twitters at Auntie Ash underscore. Um, yeah. Y'all go live your life. Be nice to a pregnant person, pregnant woman, pregnant person. Um, fuck a nigga 
or I'm let me rephrase. I'm fuck niggas, <laughs> get money. Fuck niggas, get money. But nah, for real. Stab a nigga. Stab a nigga, check his misogyny. Make a nigga pay. Keep your foot on a nigga's neck. Or we're, not, we're not stabbing enough men and it's clearly showing. Child, child. I saw a story out of Rock Hill today that a man um, ran up on this woman. He fucked around and found out. Had some lead pumped in him and was like, it was just, it was just, <laughs> sir, fuck you. Okay. Um, but yeah, keep your foot on a nigga's neck or for our non black listeners, keep your foot <laughs> on our male counterparts' necks. Okay. And break it and snap it if you have to. Amen. Amen. we going to get out of here, y'all. We don't let y'all go. We got to go light Lisa Renner's ass up. Let's go! I got it. Pause. I'm ready for war. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll Thank you. hear from you guys next time. Bye. We love you. Love Mwah. you. Bye.